Latrice, are you ready? Oh, girl, I sure am. We are going to help you chop some toxicity out your life. Then we are going to talk about traveling and we will stick our hands into the kangaroo pouch for our Aussie picks. Ooh, and I'm definitely going to be winning Last Queen Standing Hand, the kangaroo pouch. Mm, no, girl, it's mm. all me. We have a great episode because we're battling it out. So stay tuned. Forever. Dog. Manila. Don't be a bitter bitch. Just make them eat it, honey. <laughs> well, 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 welcome to the chop with Latrice and Manila. <laughs> Who's on top? <laughs> and who gets the chop? She's in rare form. Let's chop it up. <laughs> <laughs> but before we do, uh, here is a little reminder of our switcheroo. Uh, now, we mm. just witnessed an amazing episode of Drag Race Down Under this past weekend. And reminder that our recaps will be coming out on Thursdays, darling. Thursdays. Wait, 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 wait. Thursdays? I'm still not used to this. Yes. Thursdays. Th- Thursdays, darling. That is correct. So, uh, once again, Drag Race Down Under, we will be giving you our weekly recaps on Thursday, and our regular Thursday chit-chat episode will be out on Tuesdays. Okay, I'm kind of figuring this out. It's not that hard. Okay, yeah, yes. We're, we're so, just upside down, around the upside down because we're down. We're down under. We're in a different hemisphere. Okay, I get it. I All get that. it. I get it. Okay. The water turns so, the other way. Oh yes, when you flush the toilet, it goes the opposite way. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is like a different dimension for some Completely. reason. I don't know. Okay, so on last Thursday's show, we introduced the two games we will be playing each week. Yes, our official The Chop Drag Race Fantasy League, Last Queen Standing, where Latrice and I fight it out to see whose pick will be the winner, and The Last Queen Standing. Yeah, and today is a Tuesday show, so know what that means? Time to... Time to open up the kangaroo pouch. Manila, do you have, uh, you can remind our listeners, you know, what the kangaroo pouch is. Yes, kangaroo. Okay, see, kangaroo, because it's down under, right? Because yeah. mm-hmm. they have kangaroos down there. And roo, because of RuPaul. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh, okay. we, we should be mm-hmm. like, we should, we should write the stupid puns <laughs> on Drag Race, girl. But this is good shit right here. I mean, they probably actually, they probably definitely already used this. This pun already. We the VIBs. We the VIBs. Yes, we know, the we VIBs. Know puns. We know puns. Uh-huh. Okay, so <laughs> the, our kangaroo pouch is filled with some of the most common things to happen in Drag Race amongst all seasons and all iterations. Things like Michelle Visage saying, that's a piece of fabric to a queen on the runway. Or Rue when she has her legs out on the main stage. Or when a queen tells a heart-wrenching story when getting ready in the mirror. You know, violins playing. Rue laughing for an extended period of time. She loves laughing for awkwardly for long periods of time. Or like, like when a queen doesn't know how to sew. 
Like yeah. those are the those are the kinds of things that we are, you know, those are like the common things that happen in, in drag race. Most common, yeah. Mm-hmm. And so then both Manila and I will stick our hand into the big pouch and pull out three kangaroo pouch cards ahead mm. of each week's episode. And um if what's on our card happens on the show, we get a point. So we will keep a running tally of all the points for the whole season and may the best woman or drag queen win. Yes. Yes. Um, uh, Earthling. The best earthling win. Because, you know, eventually we're going to open up the, the, we're going to open up drag race to the, to like extraterrestrials, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> so you guys can all play along at home. Just email Latrice and Manila at gmail.com and we will share a link to our list of pouch cards so you can draw yours at home before each episode. And you can even add to the list by emailing in your suggestions, you know, because. You guys are obsessed with the show just as much as we are. And you probably have ideas of like, you know, like those cliched things that we expect to see every single episode. Like, for some reason, a queen never knows how to fucking sew. <laughs> I hope True. I pick that card because I know I'm going to get a point. <laughs> <laughs> so let's deep dive deep into these pouches. Mm, okay. It's kind of squishy in here. <laughs> All right. And I got Rue has legs out on the runway. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. she loves There's them gams out. There's a good chance mm-hmm. that will happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or a really good chance she'll be wearing a long gown. <laughs> it's like a 50-50 chance for you, girl. It's a 50-50. <laughs> Rue will have legs, though. Will they be exposed? <laughs> Rue, can you please stand up and show us your legs? <laughs> Shame. Okay, let me let me get up and let me get up in this pouch. Okay, here we go. All right. Ooh, this one is good. RuPaul wears a hat in the workroom. Okay, she, like, she does. Wait, does do that, that does that sometime. count? Does that count wigs? Because sometimes she wears wigs. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll count wigs. So, okay, wigs, we'll count wigs because a wig is a party hat. Nothing more than a party hat, right? Yes, very expensive party hat. Party hat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Get your second kangaroo okay. pouch card. All right. I'm in here. And I got the shade rattle sound. Oh, well, oh, it looks baby. like Latrice is going to be winning all these points because you know that this is going to be a shady season of Drag Race. I hope so. Don't disappoint, <laughs> these girls. These queens seem very shady. Or maybe they just all painted their eyebrows to look very angry looking. All of the... will talk, yeah. Those eyebrows, yes. It's a theme. Okay, okay. I'm going in here. Okay. My, my next one is Pit Crew with No Shoes. Yes. Well, that, yeah. I mean, I think that's a very good chance. If there's well, a pit- I don't know because uh, the last season of Drag Race UK, the pit crew kind of like vanished after a certain point because of, you know, COVID. So I wonder True. if they are we going to get see some hot Australian pit crews? I hope so. Oh. I don't care if they don't have shoes on or if they or if they're wearing full length thigh high stiletto boots. I don't care. I just want to see some hot Australian men's. All right, pick your pick okay. your third and last one. And my last one. Oh, RuPaul <laughs> gives a contestant a nickname. 
Ooh. Does that count? At, like when she just butchers, she decides to butcher someone's name. Oh, absolutely, because then, then it becomes their name, their, their their new name, because that's how she's gonna. Call oh yeah, it all season. Okay. Okay, so my last one is Queen wears bodysuit still on the runway. <laughs> <laughs> well, you probably get a lot of points for that. I'm gonna probably get like, uh, does that like, uh, does I per, do I get like per, per bodysuit? Girl, I, I hope the first. I hope the first episode is <laughs> category is bodysuits on the runway, and it's just oh, <laughs> uh, be so evil. Okay. okay. All right. Okay. Okay, so I guess now that we have this, we'll have to watch the next episode of Drag Race Down Under and we'll see how many points that we get. Yes, yes, yes. yes, yes, And then at the end of the season, we will tally up all the points that we get and we'll hopefully we'll have a winner! A winner, baby! A winner, baby. A winner, baby. A winner, baby. Well, let's take a quick break and then we'll come back and dive into our inbox. Oh, we're just digging into things, honey. Digging just sticking our stuff. hands and just yeah. grabbing things. Just digging. Kangaroo pouch cards, <laughs> emails from chop listeners. All I'm right, all right, all right. Yeah. I'm excited. Okay. Well- We are back. We're back. And before we, yes, and before we dive into our week, let's dive into our inbox. Yes, Vanilla and I are going to are here, and we're going to give you some advice. We want to help you determine if you should chop someone or something out of your life. So please send us an email at latriceandmanilla at gmail.com so we can give you advice on who or what you need to chop out of your life. Yes, and just a reminder, we are not professional therapists. <laughs> so, no. You know, like, uh, this is for entertainment purposes, okay? <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble because... We're going to just Dr. Um, Phil you, honey. Yeah. Dr. Phil, yeah, this is, yeah, do not. This is just to make you laugh and to make you feel like, okay, well, here's from Quinta. Quinta says, hi, Latrice and Manila. I look up to you both so much and have been inspired me so much in my life. My girlfriend and I have been together for a bit over a year. We are both 30 and last year during quarantine, we decided to go on a weight loss journey. Okay. Things haven't been easy for her. She just hasn't been able to shed what she wanted. Not for lack of trying. She's been doing all the same things I've been doing. This is where the frustration sets in for me. Her friends asked how much I've dropped. And last week, it just set her off to the point where she just started bringing me down in front of her friends saying, sometimes she doesn't eat. I don't know why she's so skinny. She ate with weight loss. She doesn't look weird now. With weight loss, doesn't she look weird now? I'm not soft skinned, but this is very out of character for her, especially to come down on me like that. Now, every morning starts starts off with a fight, and she says she doesn't want to be fat anymore. Any suggestions or questions I have is followed by a short, snappy answer and has her leaving the room almost dramatically. I'm nearing the end of my rope. 
I should be happy right now. I've wanted to lose this weight for a long time and it's finally happening. I walked out of the house this morning after our morning fight. I just don't know how to help out anymore. It seems like anything I do that I think is helpful is the opposite. I don't even really want to help anymore knowing the reaction I'm going to get. Should I feel bad? I don't know what to do. Thanks, Quinta. All right, Quinta. Um, I can kind of speak on this a little bit. Uh when you're dealing with weight loss, you have to understand that what works for one body does not work for another. And each mm-hmm. individual has to do their own journey because literally you have to do what works for you. And yes, um, you know, when I start my journey and, uh, you know, it, you know, it's subsequently like, affects uh my husband sometimes because obviously i'm not eating the same things or eating at the same times or all those kind of things but you have to have your own um individual path and although it seems like a great idea to like oh let's do this together and it does not pan out well when it doesn't go the way yeah that like the way that you want to yeah. like yeah oh my gosh it's been three weeks and so both of us lost 20 pounds isn't that great for us That's yeah it's the, not gonna yeah, happen that it's way not, yeah it's not somebody's gonna lose weight faster some might not even lose at all and so um you definitely have to figure out what is right for each individual's body and body type. Yeah. And Quinta, it sounds like to me, your girlfriend's starving and she is mad. She's mad. <laughs> She's hangry and frustrated. I get it because like, you feel like, okay, I'm now, I don't eat as much as I, I, I normally would. I've cut out this, I've cut out this and I've cut out that and you don't get the results. But the big thing of it is, is like, if she's not exercising, if, um, and then you said y'all doing the same thing, but sometimes you don't eat, you're clearly not doing the same things because she clearly is eating when you're not. So, um, Mm -hmm. (laughs) that part. Um, I'm not saying, yeah, I'm not saying to starve yourself because that is not a healthy way. And I don't like dieting, um, Anyway, it's just you gotta change your eating habits and what you put into your body versus yes, how, how much of it yes. you put in your body. Yeah, you know, I I think Quinta, you what you need to redo refocus on is not about like the losing weight. Now it's like since you're you've kind of figured that that part out and it's not really doing any of you any good because ultimately like. Um, your relationship is probably going to be uh, is just as important as for you living healthily. So um, refocus some of this, um, these energies and, you know, like maybe it needs to be more of a, um, uh, maybe it just needs to be more of like a support system and not having to like necessarily do it side by side all the time. You know, maybe just like one of those things that you guys have to kind of, uh, you just have to remind yourselves that you guys are together and you guys should be supporting each other through this regardless. And, you know, also, you know, it's she's probably feeling a little frustrated because it's happening for you more than it is to you. So, and you, you're recognizing this. She so, hating. like, mm-hmm. she hating. But she Quinta, hating. it's your girlfriend. And I know this is, like, not, like, how she usually acts. But, um 
you know, like you have to kind of power through this anger she's throwing your way and realize that it's not really like it's probably coming from a different place of just being hungry and frustrated and not like her true feelings. And you need to steer her into the right direction. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And if you are doing better than she is, then you you you're the leader. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I yeah. hope that helps. Yeah, I think she just needs a little extra support and encouragement that uh, she's still beautiful either which way. And, um, you know, her journey is her journey. And so um, the pressure, I think, that she's feeling by not being able to keep up with you is also an issue. So, um, yes, yeah, just a lot of And layers. it takes a lot of time. It takes mm-hmm. a lot of time. So don't get it didn't discouraged. All come on there overnight and it's not going to go away overnight. So. Yeah, because, you know, you might, like, lose a bunch of weight at first and then plateau, and she mm-hmm. might be, like, the slow and steady tortoise wins the race kind of situation, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. You don't know. So just keep on staying focused and, you know, working out your problems and, you know, hopefully <laughs> hopefully things go better for the both of you. Yeah, totes. Totes Ooh. my goat. Well, so now, now, if you need help figuring out what to chop in your life, please send us an email at Latrice and Manila at gmail.com and we might read it on the show next week. So with that said, we'll be right back. All right, we are back. We are back, and since we are about to recap another international drag race season, why not have our tops and chops category this week be best and worst international experience? (laughs) (laughs) You know how it is, traveling, honey. You know, you know how I go. Um, Yes. Yeah, I got some. Okay, so should we start with the best then? Yeah, absolutely. The best traveling experience, club experience, landscape, hotel, etc., etc. Um, I want to say, well, I mean, I have these two my my top countries that I always have like the best time in is a mm-hmm. throw up between. Brazil or the Philippines. So I'm going to go with the Philippines because, you know, I feel like it's my heritage. Um, I feel like it's like a little bit of like coming home. I feel like I'm getting to know my mom's people a lot better. And I just love going out there to the Philippines and performing. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, the queens out there are so good, and they are such hard workers, and they put on such a great, dra- amazing drag shows. They're all so beautiful, and they do it with very little. Like they don't like they're crafty queens, and they make some of the most beautiful costumes out of n- nothing. It seems Nada. like, and I'm yeah. really impressed at how much. Uh, effort they put into their drag and getting to go there and perform with them is always, I always just feel so like, Oh my gosh, I'm here with these amazing Queens. And they're like, Oh my gosh, we're here with Manila. And I'm like, right. It's like a love fest (laughs) for sure. That's what's up. That's what Mm -hmm. I'm glad you picked the Philippines because I was going to pick Brazil. 
So, oh, Brazil. So, Brazil, Brazil. Um, um, I had, like, uh, we, Christopher had organized, like, my first, like, multi-city tour. I think we did seven cities. Yeah. So yeah, all of you know, you're working with a lot of different promoters. So that's a challenge within itself. So um, there's a learning curve for everyone. So it's kind of ironic that I picked Brazil because really both categories happen in Brazil. So for the top (laughs) (laughs) is um, I'm going to shout out Giselle. Um, And when we met her, she was the only one out of that tour that showed up ready like she like she was supposed to when i tell you she had the mini bus the full mini luxury oh. bus for with a trailer hitch to put the luggage oh see like, that's the important full part too. out yeah like you can see there's a clip in it of it of that moment, um, in all the Queens men in the intro when Christopher says, "If you're not lugging bags, you're not doing drag." Um, <laughs> that was us loading up in Brazil oh, into wow. that moment. Yeah, so she had she had turned it, and I was like, "The standard has been set, the bar has been raised. This is how you pick up a queen." At wow, the airport, bitch. Yeah, yes. First time I was like, "Yes, finally, someone got the memo." Yes, I love when they have the when they know what they're doing. Like, yeah, that changes everything because there have been so Ooh. many times that I got picked up with my assistant and all of my bags, and it's like the smallest car I have ever seen. Girl, and they're like, "That is exactly it." And like, what do you Where think? I just you think I just the <laughs> the drag just magically appears on my body? Like, of course I'm bringing this. You asked me to bring yes. merch. What do you think that comes in a suitcase? Right. Preach, preach. No, but I love yeah. I love Brazil. I can't wait to go back there when everything is okay to go back because yeah. those Brazilian fans are amazing. Right amazing. Mm-hmm. amazing. Yeah. Soon Brazil, if you're listening. Well now, what about your worst? Because Okay, yeah, it well, sounds like in Brazil. It... That same tour. <laughs> but that's what they did, girl. We had all these bags and they came and showed up with two fiats. Ooh, girl. Little tiny cars. Am I supposed to go with this? Where are you supposed to fit yourself? Where am I supposed to fit? Girl, they had we had got all the luggage, um, like part of the luggage in one car. The other car had us in it with luggage on top of our laps, all like Mm. girl, we were squoze up, head tilted sideways because there's no head space room. So I was just squoze just squoze. Squalls up in See, this little You know, and like as much as like we want to like you know be really trusting of just the people that are hiring us, like it's mm-hmm. it's kind of nerve wracking for us queens to be like, okay, well, I guess I'm gonna put half of my suitcases in this random car and hopefully it'll meet me at wherever the destination. Is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's not just some guy that it's gonna drive off with my stuff, <laughs> and then you're gonna see some old man <laughs> in Manila's wigs. Yeah. <laughs> These are mm. the things. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, These are mm-hmm. the things. Yeah. Um, I've had some bad international gigs for sure. Um, definitely the ones I think uh, the ones that are, are the saddest ones for me is like when I get to go someplace really cool. Like I was, in, I did a, a, a gig in like um, in Berlin, but like it was part of the, this tour that I was doing like 
different city, different country every night. So like, it was like, I had a great time at the show. I did my thing, but like, I feel like I completely missed out in the fact that I was in a different country or a different city. I didn't get to see any of the sites. I didn't get to really do anything or meet the people because it was just kind of like an in and out gig. And that's like the worst thing for me because I'm like, Oh, sometimes it's like, it's, it's like, I want to have fun too. Like, of course I have fun on stage, but like, I also want to like see the place. I want to like, you know, like go to the gift shops and buy little souvenirs. And I want to like, you know, go to like the other bars and clubs and feel like a local. I want to go to a museum, but sometimes my schedule doesn't allow it. So I just kind of have to be like in a hotel at the club and then to the airport the next day. And that's it. That's not that, that's not really fun. And like, that's the thing that come, I kind of like try to avoid if I can I always try to like give myself like a few days but sometimes it's just not possible and then I'm like it's not possible why am I traveling all the way here if I can't even like get to visit can't even see yeah yeah Yeah. that's Mm -hmm. what we do we can put a pin in and say we were there but that's about as much as we've seen (laughs) that's not as bad (laughs) yeah you just be like okay oh yeah there was that one time I went to this one country but I don't remember anything about it because I spent the time napping in my hotel and well, then getting drunk and forgetting everything at the club. <laughs> I mean, that's a problem for me, too. Oh, well, that's our tops and our chops this week. <laughs> <laughs> and thanks so much for listening to the chop. Make sure you subscribe to our show and you can rate and review us on your podcast apps. We have new episodes every Tuesday and Thursday. And we love hearing from you. And so just send us an email uh, at latrisamanila at gmail.com. You can follow us at Latrice and at Manila Luzon. And we'll see you next week to find out who or what gets the job. Forever. To listen to The Chop ad-free and one day early, sign up for Forever Dog Plus at foreverdogpodcast.com slash plus. The Chop is produced by Forever Dog and Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Latrice Royale and Manila Luzon. Produced by Joseph Shepard. Editing and sound design by Will Pitts. Executive produced by Big Dipper, Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Brett Boehm, Joe Cilio, and Alex Ramsey. Our theme song is The Chop by Manila Luzon and Latrice Royale.